champions. Uh, yeah. Oh, I hear the feedback. Uh, yeah, and then you know, last week fell up on uh, the MLK holiday, and it was what it was. But we here, and so um, we've kind of had as this year started. You know, we had the wild card weekend, and then this past weekend we had the divisional round, and um, <laughs> it was. Some of the games were quite entertaining and, you know, some kind of, you know, one I'll say anyway kind of put you with. We'll start with Saturday. You know, Saturday kicked off. We had um, um, the Chiefs and... My other team. Huh? My other team. (laughs) (laughs) The Chiefs and the Jags. Um, and then we had the Eagles and the Giants. So Chiefs and Jags. Um, as a Titans fan, you know, some people were bringing up and saying, and, re- and for real, for real, us Titans fans should be rooting for the Jags since the Chiefs have kind of given us a few more daggers than what the Jags, you know, have after their 18-year return of success. But, nah, it was all hate was against the Jags because, you know, that week was fresh off of that last game of the season to where the hate is still real is fresh and so but uh Pat Mahomes you know went down with an ankle but he was determined to get back in there and uh huh he had his Willis Reed moment Uh uh-huh yeah so and they pulled out the win uh, but I will say, obviously, as a Titans fan, uh, you know, all in all, the Jags really are, you know, looking like a, a good, a, you know, a pretty decent team that's definitely, you know, going to be competitive. Uh, so I'm hoping that with the changes that we're about to embark upon, uh, you know, as a Titans fan, that they make some moves to to, to make us competitive. Uh, you know, and that's just real talk as a sports fan, uh, you know, because uh, – Trevor Lawrence, you know, was in that category with them quarterbacks like Burrow and Mahomes and even Josh Allen a little bit when it's just kind of like you look at the play that they make and it's just like, how in the world did you escape, play the escape game for five minutes and still was able to make a third and 20 completion for 40 yards? You know, just just nuts. Uh, So, but I don't know. Uh, So we got the Chiefs who took that game. And then we had the the snooze fest, in which I was definitely asleep by the time the Eagles and Giants, uh, you know, came on. Did y'all feel like the Giants kind of was hot, had gotten hot and had a legit chance? Or did y'all feel like it was never a chance for the Giants? I felt like it never was a chance for them. I kind of figured they were, I don't know, they was fool's gold. I always thought it was fool's gold. So, I mean, yeah, me too. Me too. That to me was surprised they got there. It was surprised that they beat uh, the Vikings. Yeah, you yeah. know. Although the Vikings are fools, go, but hey, nobody oh, expected yeah. the Giants to be in the divisional yeah. round. So yeah, I expected uh, Philly to walk. I expected that token. Yeah, and people been on Philly from the beginning though, so. Day. I thought it would have 
I felt like the Eagles were definitely going to win, but I thought it the way that the Giants had kind of been on the roll, I, I thought it would be a, a better game, though. I, I, that was my take on it. But I always felt like Philly uh, was going to win. I mean, the Giants, it ain't that hard to predict. I mean, they destroyed the Vikings and then you thought, you know, they were going to be a formidable opponent for the Eagles because they play in the same division. But, you know, the Eagles just did what they did. I think the two best teams in the NFC are in the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, both both have really good defenses. And um, it's going to be a, that's going to be a good game. That's yeah, going to that be is. a really good game. Yeah, I agree. Well, and then moving on to Saturday, we had um, we had the the, the snow uh, the snow game with the Bills and the Bengals. And I'm gonna say I had the Bills and Chiefs going to the uh, AFC uh, Championship, and so I really I, I thought that the Bills was gonna be able to get them, um, you know, this year, but. Is that Joe Burrow? He's one of those that like I, I want to hate him, but I can't because he he really is just cool, you know. Listen, listen, listen. Joe Burrow is on Patrick Mahomes' heels. Is all I'm saying. He on Patrick Mahomes' heels. Uh, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he, yes, he three and zero against him. So yes, yep. he on his heels. So it's gonna change. Scoreboard, scoreboard is all he can say. I'm just saying. Now it's gonna change this week. It's gonna change. Well, I, I don't know that oh, ankle. Oh, what's gonna that, change? That, that, that ankle, Jamel. That ankle, Jamel. Pat, I don't listen, know. Pat Mahomes and show these guys why he's a future goat. I don't know. Well, about I don't know that, that, that ankle. Hey, that ankle, yeah. man. Video, my video messing up, but I got a voice. I don't know about that. L- L- Jamel, you, you know about a you know about a severe ankle sprain. I know oh, you know all know about I, that. I, and I also know about them shots they give him. He he probably on a, he probably on that um that table that training table the the minute after the game was over with, he was on he's been on that training table and he still on to play and I expect him to play but I think he's going to be limited yeah. and it's possible that the the Bengals defense can you know take advantage of that but why are we speaking Y'all on the quarterback that ain't got nothing to do with Joe that ain't got nothing to do with Joe Burrow being on his tail I want to dispute. I want to dispute what Moses say. But I don't know if you can dispute what Moses is saying. He on his tail. Listen, listen. Just like, just like, just, just, just. You gotta get a championship. Whoa, whoa. Just like, how many? How just, many? Does, how many does uh Pat got? He only has one, man. One in the Joe Burrow got to get one. The Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow comes. Joe Burrow comes. You act like he has. You act like he had him. That's what I'm saying. Okay, listen. Now, this is second year. Now, if Joe Burrow can do third. this three years in a row, being okay. It's his third, third year. Because he missed his no, first year. I'm talking, about, year. I'm talking about make it, make it into this game, though. Yeah. This game. It's back to back. It's back to back. But listen, yeah. I'm going to try to pat my home made, though. Five. Five straight. But what I'm saying is. That's what I'm Mahomes saying. Mahomes has so had a lot longer. But if Joe Burrow can do it three times in a row, then I can say, okay, he on his heels. Back to back, man. You know how you have the but Super Bowl hangover. Look at the Rams. Look at the Rams. But you, but you, I get it. But you know how some people have their runs. Some people have like a little run, 
and then some people just they just that guy. I think he's on his tail from a rival perspective in terms of them two playing, but I think still in totality of the the success, I think it's the argument is still I don't think that's a bad take from Moses. Hold on. Joe Burrow came into the league after winning a national championship where his team set a record. And I know college and pros are different, but his team was a full of pros. Hey, that might as well this be Hey, hey, Jamel. Yeah. What is KC's O-line? They have a good O-line? What it got to do with Pat Mahomes and um, Joe Burrow, though? Joe we, Burrow we, did all this with a bad O-line last year. But you and did, this but year, it, too. Yeah, but it's well known that Kansas City got a bad offensive line too. Well, they don't mind it bad because after they lost to Tampa, they went out and spent some money. So, and they got better. You But he was on. Rich offensive line. They just did the offensive line after. We got a listen, listen, listen. Joe Joe Burrow went into also, Buffalo and spanked him. That was a spanking. That was a spanking. Joe, listen, listen. Look at Joe Burrow's weapons. Look at Joe Burrow's weapons, though. Okay. He got okay. one of the best running backs. Hey, so let's say he it got three. He got three really good receivers. Three of them, like really good. That oh. can be the number one. That could be a number one receiver on any other team. I don't know about Tyler Boyd. I'll, I'll go with Higgins and, and, and Chase. Yes, I don't know about can. Tyler Boyd. I don't know about Tyler Boyd. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Boyd is the number one. Yeah, Tyler Boyd was the number one receiver before they came. Man, I don't think I don't think of Tyler Board as the number one receiver. I think of, he was, he I think of the, Higgins he and Chase. Number one hey, 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 hey. He we got time to talk about Burrow and Mahomes. Now, let's talk about this past weekend. And now, let me tell now, you what Burrow did do. Let me tell you what Burrow did do. He did put some uh, pressure on surpassing uh, Josh, Josh Allen got a lot of bad problems over there. That's who y'all need to compare him with instead of Pat Holmes. Pat Mahomes. No, 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 no. That's no, no, who no, no, y'all no, no, need to compare. No, no. When, when you are three and when you are three and zero against Mahomes, yeah, you can talk that talk. I agree. Now, 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 now let let them go in there and beat Mahomes though. Is it really against Mahomes? Yes. yes. But we all but we all know that Kansas City defense had and dreadful for the past few years. Okay, no, right. no, 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 they defense been dreadful, though. You know they defense been dreadful. And his offensive line has been dreadful. So we're not going to get to cherry pick the 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 parts of the team no, that... I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, that's, that, that's why, listen, that's why I'm saying it's hard to compare quarterbacks when you say he beat that quarterback when he don't have a choice. He don't have control of the defense. If y'all out there watching, so, hey, so, so right now, so, so listen, so listen. Y'all chime in. That's just like saying, that's just like But that's just like saying the quarterback for the 49ers is better than that. We all, that's not true. 
It kind of is. We all know that's not true. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not we that. We're we, we not talking about that. We're talking about Joe Burrow. We're not, we not talking about that. Brock Purdy. We're not talking about but that. That's what I'm saying. We, but, but, why, but why did that look bad? Dak is why did that look bad? Joe, Joe Burrow got his Can't team to the, to the Super Bowl in year two with a bad offensive line. That's say that nine times be, against the Titans. Nine that has times. to be worth something. That has to be worth something. No, it's and he missed it. But you know what's better? You know what's good, though? He missed But you, and he but missed you know, what, know what's great, though? Missed. But you but, know but, what's great though missed. when you have when you have a horrible what I get hey, when you have a horrible offensive line I get it but when you have three great receivers if you can throw that ball quick enough that would def- that that right there can bounce out a bad offensive line if you can but get he it still got to get the ball to him he still got to get the ball to him Jamel. You still gotta get the oh, ball. Okay, so, so it ain't he, like it ain't like it, Lamar it, it, Jackson it, back it, there. It, it, it ain't like it Joe Burrow, Lamar seconds. Jackson. It ain't like Lamar if you, Jackson. If, Joe. If, if if you look at his success, if you look at his success, you'll see it's gonna take two seconds to get that ball out. Can we go two back seconds. to his rookie year? He missed his whole rookie year with a torn ACL. So he's oh, really he's really off he did, two years. He didn't he's really off two years. So, so two years, two years straight. How many games did he play? So two years, he's in the AFC Championship. How many games did he play that first year? How many games? What do you? He, he was he, only like two or three games, wasn't it? He got put out. He got injured early in that. He season. missed up just about the whole season, uh-huh. Yeah. Hey man, he he's a problem. I'm sorry, he's a problem. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. Okay, problem. we just go, we we can just agree. We can just agree that Burrow is the problem. One, one more thing. One more thing. Then Pat Mahomes win Super Bowl his second year. Yeah, starting. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. This, but 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 he's only so got one. Yeah, you can just at least agree that different. Joe Burrow is, is Joe Burrow is. But on. he's only got one, don't you, Mel? He's only got one. He lost. He lost to uh didn't he lose one? He lost one, right? To uh who did he lose I, it no, to? No, I listen, I like I like Joe Burrow. Oh the Buck. The I Bucks like Joe Burrow, but I'm saying this whole lot that's pump out break. No, I, I'm saying I like Joe Burrow. I like him. I'm a fan of his. Let him win. Let him win. Just let him win great. this week. No, no. You can definitely it's safe to say that he's on his heels. And that's he's on his heels. He's on his heels. It's a three it's a three years. I need, he's on the field. I need to see him three years. That's all. Just see him on the field. I told y'all he's coming back, but look at him. The, 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 hey, man. Von Miller gets paid next year. Maybe not. Von Miller got paid this last year. He got year. paid this year, but hey, he shows what he is, man, because they say since he uh, left, the pass rush was awful the last five weeks. Mm-hmm. Was pretty much on the void. And that, you know. That's why they went out and got Von Miller, just so they could beat uh, the Bengals. Man, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, Celeste. There was a whole lot of talk early in the season on how they should play Von Miller. You know, I listened to uh, show Sports Radio. They were saying, hey, the coach really probably should just sit him and really not play him. Uh-huh. Playoffs because that's really what they need. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Buffalo did beat the Chiefs in the regular season. That's why they were tripping about that home field. So um, they beat them in the regular season. So, so moving on, on Sunday night, we had America's team. Oh. And... Uh, look, at, look at that smile. Look at that smile, boy. <laughs> huh? I said, look at that smile. Yes, we had America's team against the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I mean, I think most people going into that game outside of the, 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 the Dallas Cowboy fans felt like, you know, San Francisco was a more complete team and, and was going to, you know, win that game. But I don't know. We we got a resident NFC East fan in the building. So as you can see, you know, he's definitely, yeah, he's elated. Moses, how do you feel after the Cowboys? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I'll tell you this. If, if the Giants had won, I wouldn't be too upset. If the Eagles win it all, I ain't going to be too upset. If, <laughs> uh, if uh, the Cowboys, well, and then my boys, we didn't make the playoffs. But if there's one team that I root against in the NFL, it's them <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. And I tell you what, I will say this. I'll put my objective glasses on and I'll say this. The Dallas Cowboys defense did everything that they could to keep Dallas in that game. And you know what? I like I like Dak as a person. If Dak was like out at lunch and I was out, I'd speak to Dak. Because I like Dak. I'm all for the black quarterback. <laughs> but that star, mm-mm-mm. I can't I can't root for it. There was no game I was more invested in than that game last night. <laughs> and I was all in. I was all in. And 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 you Dallas hung around. Dallas hung around long enough to where I thought, mm, it could get a little dicey. I needed them 49ers field goals to be touchdown. But <laughs> Dallas Cowboys did what Dallas does. And it's their fans, it's their owner, it's the whole America's team aspect of it. So I'm just so happy. I can enjoy the playoffs in peace now that the Dallas Cowboys are no longer in the playoffs. But you know, that's my two cents. Everybody knew they had a good defense. We all knew it was going to be the offense that failed them. But what you know what? I'm was that last play? Who said they scored 35 a game? Now, now I will say Pollard going out hurt them. That was big. Because yeah. Zeke, Zeke ran a grand total of 10 times for 26 yards. Unacceptable. Zeke. And then that last play where he got trucked, man, that's all I saw. When I saw that last play, I just watched Zeke. I just wanted to see what Zeke was going to do. And I saw that that defensive lineman truck him. I mean, ran him straight over. It was the funny. I, I can't stop laughing. And the crazy thing is, they had a whole clock situation again this year, like they did last year. Cause then they didn't they have a completion, and then uh, wasn't that they, they had a completion? Or no, I think they had to punt, and they end up wasting like 30, 40 seconds, or third by thirty seconds off the clock before they punt. But then even just that last play, and even like how the game ended last year on the last play of the game, like what in the world? Well, let me well, say the tight end for me. The, they the ruined it. Me. It ruined it. Perfect for me. If uh, I'm a stay, 
that clocked that man in the end zone for that safety. He let up on him because he had him for the safety. That would have ended the game with Dak being on the ground and a safety. There was another pick six that dude dropped that would have ended the game. And, you know, the tight end didn't catch that one ball. He only had one foot in that would have given him a little closer to the end zone. So there was a whole lot of things that, that happened. You know, we the got Dallas Jared, Cowboys. And we got Jared already in the comments. See, I guess he's a Cowboy fan. Like, Jared a Cowboy fan? I, 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 I told him how far. I just told I just told him to hop on. Cowboy fans are like roaches. They're everywhere. I'm sure he's got something to say, but I don't want no excuses. They lost. Bye-bye, Dallas. There's next year. Yeah. See you next year. Um, so who y'all got uh, going to the Super Bowl? You know I, got I, the, I, I got the Niners and, and the... Uh, I don't know. Did this AFC... I. I uh, I, I just I don't know. I know Mahomes is determined, but with this high ankle sprain, he's definitely going to be limited. Uh, he's still gonna win. I can't. I can't. That the man. Look, I'm not a professional athlete. I don't claim to be, but I've had an ankle sprain, and I'm, I ain't, I ain't been shot up or nothing. But man, that ankle, whew, it's it's hard to. It's hard, so man, I, I can't pick. I can't pick. You get that shot. He's gonna play. I got. Uh, I, know. I got. Oh, I, I got. Know. I got Philly on the other side, though. I ain't got the Niners. I got Philly. My, so my heart, my heart. If I have to put my heart in it, my heart is with Hurts, man. Hurt, hurt. Jalen Hurts has won me over as a football player, and it's just a dude that I root for. I root for Jalen Hurts. I know they in my division. And you're not supposed to be able to, you're not supposed to root for people in your division. I, but I like that kid. I like Jalen Hurts. So my heart is with them. But I could see, I could see San Francisco beating them just because San Francisco has a defense and San Francisco has enough playmakers to where Philadelphia's defense is going to have to work. Now, on the other side, if Mahomes ain't healthy, I just can't pick them to beat Cincinnati. I just can't. If a, if there was a healthy Mahomes, maybe. But if Mahomes is going to be 60-70%, I can't go against Joe Burrow, man. Joe Burrow I know, because she done shown it clearly. It don't matter. He ain't got to have offensive line at all, and he still going to do it. He said, we'll play you anywhere, anywhere. He said, we'll play in Atlanta. We'll play in KC. It don't matter. So, that team ain't going. So, give me Cincinnati and Philadelphia. Who you got going, Brown? I don't know if I'm ready to get my picks yet, man. Uh, I got Philly on the other side. I, 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 hey, I think, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess Dallas defense is the truth, but I Going saw I saw San Fran. I saw San Fran struggle this weekend to score. And I think Philly can do the same thing to him. But I do believe Hurts going to get in that end zone. I think Hurts going to do what Dak didn't do. Hurts going to get in that end zone. So I think Boy, Philly can pull it out. They really do. I think Philly will pull it out. Uh, on that ASC side, I ain't ready to get my pick yet. I don't know, man. I don't know. 
I pulled, I pulled for the Bengals. I like, I like Mahomes. I don't know. I don't know. I yet. like Mahomes too. I like Mahomes yeah. too. I do. I do. Yeah, it don't matter. I do. Well, we're gonna switch gears a little bit. Um, hey, know, Jack, welcome, man. We like guests around here. Are you yeah. a Cowboy fan? I am not a Cowboys fan whatsoever. And I feel like a bad father because my wife and my mother-in-law, they have made my little four-year-old son a Cowboys fan. And I think it's the worst thing in the world. I agree. You rep the home team, don't you? You said what? You rep the home team, don't you? Nope. My team is worse than the Cowboys right now, so I'm a Colts fan. Oh, Lord. Sorry, that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Get rid of well, Saturday. That's what you do. Get rid of Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's Jeff Saturday. I think that we need to get rid of the GM. True. GM made the worst decisions ever. We had an all right quarterback. Then they traded him. I mean, I think we could have, for what we've been doing, we could have kept Jacoby Percet. But uh, they got rid of him. They went to Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, actually, he did okay. Then they traded Carson Wentz and went to Matt Ryan. We already knew what Matt Ryan was going to do. We watched Matt Ryan stink it up for the last 10 years. <laughs> what about and he came? Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Hey, don't get mad at me. Mouth. I'm talking, hey, facts is facts. Phillip Rivers, we could have stuck with Phillip Rivers more than Matt Ryan. Phillip Rivers won more games than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan didn't get the chance. He didn't get Man, Ryan had one of the best running backs in football. He had a decent line. Man, Ryan, you said what? He got hurt at running back. He got hurt, but uh, four, four wins, bro, and a tie. Come on now. Come on. I know you. I I know you are a big Georgia everything fan. Matt Ryan was the biggest disappointment with them flat feet that I've ever seen in my life. So, hmm. Well, as much as I would love to talk about Matt Ryan, but not really, uh, we're going to change the gears. And over the weekend, yeah, over the weekend, we had a video, you know, servicing around the internet. Because recently, about a couple of weeks ago, the legendary Ed Reed was named the new coach of Bethune-Cookman. You know, so some people kind of feeling a little ways. We've already kind of had a little bit of a conversation when the whole uh, Deion Sanders things, you know, when he got the job at Colorado. Uh, so now Ed Reed, um, you know, made this video basically talking to the team, uh, you know, because he wanted to be the one to tell them that he was no longer going to be the coach. So if you've been under a rock, uh, you know, Ed Reed had previously done a couple of videos pretty much you know, calling out the university and, um, you know, shaming them, you know, so to speak, for the conditions of just the school, you know, uh, in general. Uh, The school did not like it. The school, meaning Bethune-Cookman, they didn't like it. And they said, uh, yeah, never mind. Uh, We kind of don't want you after all. Um, There's all of us, you know, with the exception of our guest, the reason why he's here, because he's an HBCU uh, uh, alum. Yeah. Yes, an HBCU alum. So obviously, they have different perspectives than us non-HBCU alums. But 
you know. So, uh, so Jared, why are you here? Go in the about- you. Go you said what? How do you feel about this situation? Blue. Well, I don't want to. Uh... I don't want to get on uh, what Jamel is talking about right now because uh, that that's the school is slow. But um, <laughs> that's all our school. That's all our school. Well, I hate to have to disappoint y'all, but you know, y'all made the wrong choice, not me. But uh, <laughs> what I feel <laughs> about the we beat situation, y'all? Can we beat y'all? Can we beat y'all this class? We got more Hall of Famers than y'all, so. So if you want to talk uh, about historic, you want to talk about the historicals, as they say, you want to talk about history. I think we I got the better out. program. But I, 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 I digress. I digress. But um, truth <laughs> of the matter is this. First thing first. Y'all tell me one coach that has taken a job at a school and then land blast the institution a week and a half into the job. Why? We don't have that. I just no. I'm just saying. That's the first question. Y'all tell me one. To a great what Teddy Riley? Teddy Riley. We can't hear you. With this I'm just saying. Hold on. Hold on. Let me. Let me cut these off. Uh, no, I'm talking about Jamel. Jamel. No, no, we it. can hear you, Jared. We can hear you, Jared. We can hear okay. you. Okay. So, anybody can tell me one coach, and this, I'm just starting off with this, one coach of any school that has came in and land blessed the institution. Uh, no, and I don't think people, that rational people, I'll say, I think can all agree that what his approach, what he did, was not professional at all, and and not necessary. I think so anybody if, that's rational can agree to that. So if we're not talking about athletes, now we're talking about a coach. We're not talking about every Hall of Fame safety, greatest safety ever, all this stuff. You're talking about a man that you're gonna send your kids to, so he's gonna teach them how to be a man and all this stuff. Because let's just be honest. You got five percent body that'll be a college athlete. We're not even talking about football. We're just talking about our NCAA athletics. After that, you got less than one percent that's gonna go to the league. So the rest of these children, you are instilling business skills, acumen. You you want them to do their education, all that stuff. That's what we got teaching them. Secondly, but look, but look okay. that don't. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Kyle. No, go that ahead. That don't give you wins, though. That that don't give you wins, though. I don't. I think I think to that point, I don't think you can allow that one moment to define because that's what anybody. I think we all had a moment to where we not, basically he spoke out of turn. No, and no, 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 no. We all had a moment, and you can't define a person. People, when you start talking about stuff like that. You talk, talking about having cash day. People give you that. But, I've known Jamil for 10 years. If I slip up and do something that Jamil don't like, and I say, look, man, that was out of character. I shouldn't have done that. Do you judge me? 
by the one act or do you judge me by the 10 years? Of course, the 10 years. Okay. Do I judge you by the one act or the one week, bruh? One week, bruh. Okay. Okay. To be honest, so, neither. This is why I think. Because yeah. he, although he's only been at the school for one week, he has uh, his history in football in general and just as a man is far yes. beyond this one week that he's been employed at your university. What's and, the history not, of him as the coach? To, but, but not to mention, not to mention, this has been going on before him. So I'm pretty sure he got the heads up of what's going on. No, no, no. Like, like when you start I talking about heads up. Oh, go ahead. So my question is, while he's frozen, my question is, did he shed any light on stuff that was untrue? Like, like him going off, did it, did it, did it, did it, was it? Was it lies? Was it lies? lies Or was he just shed light on a situation? That's true. That's going on. can be true. He was shedding light on a situation that was half truth you started talking about half the condition of the, yes half truth you start talking about the condition well, of the so, school so what, they talking, so what they talking about five years ago when they were talking about five years ago that was not but hold on five years ago they were not talking about the student cooking this athletic uh stuff they were talking about grambling now five years ago they were talking about the campus. They were talking about the campus zone. They were talking about the campus condition. You know those students, those, those, those athletes are students too. So they're going okay. to live where the ask, students live at. Let me ask you this. Okay, now we're talking about, now let's take the MTSUs, the TSUs, and any school that got an enrollment of 10,000 or more out. We're talking about a small institution, a small private college. Now, you guys who went to PWIs, like MTSU, you might not realize it, but there are a lot of small private institutions that are dominant white that are in the same condition. And nobody said anything about that. But now, just because that may seem to be accepting it doesn't mean that the HBCUs have to accept it. So just because nobody... I, I, I haven't said that. I don't think HBCUs have to accept it more than anything else. What I'm saying is the biggest half-truth about this situation was the situation, the condition that this campus is in right now, when he came to it, it's not the situation that that campus was in last year or even six months ago. That campus endured two hurricanes, had a flooded out athletic facility, had a flooded out destroyed dorm and another problem with a whole so program we, because the building got destroyed. So I saw your points on that. that. I saw your points so on, you that, on that. that I, think, I think he got to take that into account though. I think Henry had to take that into account. I agree with you. And he that. did not. He didn't mention that. He landed. Well, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah, I agree he with said you nothing that. about the conditions of that school being due to an uh, act of nature. Yeah, I think he should have took that into account. I saw your reactions to that on some of the posts on the side, and I agree with that. They did just go through two hurricanes. Right? He could have took that into account. So how long ago yeah. that was? How long, how long ago that was? How long ago that was? Four months. That was the last okay, hurricane so it they take, had. It takes four months. It, listen, 
So it takes four months for them to pick up stuff? Exactly. Like to pick the clean up? That's uh, what I was doing. Say it don't take that long to it just start cleaning up. It is. You, no, you know, oh, you're you right. Are oh, you right? Hold on, hold on. So you say it take it don't it take four months for them to clean that stuff up. So all these students that's complaining, you don't think that they should have been out there cleaning up? Because y'all See, talk that, about that, camping. That's not. That's not. That, listen, that's not their responsibility. It's not. And stuff. But you earlier, no. you earlier said that alumni should be donating and all this stuff when the truth of the matter is most alumni donations when they calculate that stuff I it don't, don't come from 50% of the campus. Should. No, you I did. You were talking about alumni nice. donations and you put up a post and everything about Forbes. Most alumni donations, even if it shows that 50% of the school donated, that's not an accurate portrayal because the average alumni donation comes from a few very wealthy donors. So a PWI gets a $30 million dollar donation. But who's the one that make all the noise? The people that ain't... It's what I'm saying. So you ain't giving, you ain't helping the situation. You don't know how making noise and stuff, then. Ed Reed's coming to school trying to help. They did the same thing to Dion. No, the they didn't. They ain't donate anything. They, oh, no, they, they didn't. didn't. Yeah, because okay. he brought he made a comment about that. He he said something up in that long a, notion of basically saying people that ain't even uh con, you know contributing to the university are the ones yeah. that had the biggest complaint, yeah. and that sparked a whole uproar because then the it, situation with Ed Reed and Dion are apples and oranges. I tell you why. No, this is the first thing. You know Hold why on. He's so mad though. Do you know why he's so mad though? Because he's an idiot. Season. It, no, it's recruiting season, and you telling this man to this messed up camp, and they are the only reason they committed because. Uh, and, of and, that's, and I, I, that's what I was about to say. The difference, the, the difference between Ed Reed and Dion is Ed Reed got off that job and took it. He didn't go visit that campus. He didn't go do anything. He showed up on campus. And his first day on campus is when he goes and land blasts the whole organization. That was his first day on campus. Dion went to that school in Jackson three months in advance, came in with a game plan. I already knew what he was gonna do. And secondly, Dion didn't say, this school is a mess. This school ain't this, this school ain't that. These people ain't this. All HBCUs ain't that. Dion went in there. I already had a game plan. I already knew what was up and came in with the plan to fix it. Every has not shown. Me, Dion, but you tell me, Dion, you, you tell me, Dion didn't talk about the condition of Jackson when he first got there? Because it, it, it's on film. It's on film. When? When, when he was Dion doing the show? Hold on. When he was doing the show on Amazon and stuff like that. There's a difference. When, it's on film. And he's saying, yeah, the school was messed up. Uh, these programs, we, these facilities, such Before and such, as he had already brought. No, yeah. Dion already before this documentary, Dion was on record. The thing is with Dion, I will say this: Dion is, we'll say, a little bit more likable because, as I was telling them before we was getting ready to go on, Ed Reed already just has a history of being basically somebody that don't mind speaking his mind because that was what was happening in Baltimore with him and Harbaugh and the whole fallout. So, and I think, you know, to that, I think Dion's approach 
again, anybody that's rational, I think you can definitely say Dion's approach to what he did was a lot more diplomatic than just getting on this video. Because like I said, I don't, I think anybody with sense and any kind of professionalism can agree that the way Ed Reed went about it was not the most diplomatic way. Yeah, you can have your frustrations and thanks to, we'll say quote, thanks to Dion, the, the the conditions of HBCUs has been made more public. I think many of us, whether you're an alumni or you're connected to just people that have gone to HBCUs, you witnessed it. You've got one in your community like we do. Moses and I were talking about that. You know, he was recently talking about, you know, when he was at the, on campus for the recent March and how in 20 years, the camp, you know, 30 years, the campus looks the same as it does now, as it did when we was kids growing up, going out there to the games. So, you know, I think what Dion has done, but I think Ed Reed, you got to put in a little more time and to have, as you say, a plan before you can just go out and making all these demands and trying to put the school per se on blast and expecting people to be on board, you know, with you. And I think he probably was clearly somewhat out of tune because if he saw the whole fallout at Jackson State, he had to know that the HBCU community really wasn't with, with it anyway. They ain't they ain't really, since Dion done gone on, y'all ain't really with any of these former players coming back to these universities because y'all feel like the HBCU is a cult, it's a tribe, not a cult, it's a tribe. And if you didn't attend, then you can't, you know, you can't have, you know, no kind of opinion or you know anything uh, you know about it? Well, I think that you guys are welcome to your opinions. I think that y'all opinions are not based in fact. I think that you guys have very skewed views. However, I think that you guys don't take a lot of things to a lot of things into account. For instance, you were talking about the fact that TSU's campus looks the same as it did 30 years ago, but you're not talking about the 70 years of misappropriation to funds. Now, is that institutional racism? Because if a school is owed between 250 and 500 million dollars in MTSU, y'all talk about y'all campus, y'all were getting y'all state funds. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that it's the fault. Yeah, I'm not necessarily saying that it's, it's HBCU's fault, but to a degree, yeah. kind of sort of, yeah, because uh, what, the reason what? why they only, TSU only what? knows about that is because Harold Lovnan went in there and did an audit and they found out. So I, because I was Who just job is, parents, Whose job is that? That's not the only reason that TSU exactly. knows Exactly. I was just talking about that to my no, parents. I said no, TSU no, has no, to take no, some of the blame because why for TSU all TSU has been years, talking about that. TSU has, no, it's been publicized by Harold Love. It was done by Harold Love's father. So you talking about something that TSU has already known for several years. If the state- Several, but this is, this is the, money that's been misappropriated for during their decades. And so my thing is- Ain't no during their decades. To go on that several ball? decades. Do what? It's not no darn near decades, it's several decades. Yeah, but so my, my what only you're saying was, why was it allowed to go on that long? TSU and their accounting <laughs> office has to take some level of responsibility for, you know, this that has gone on, you know, for so long. What? 
so is T. My parents who and brother who are TSU alumni do not disagree with that. They are, you know, so we're well aware that they have not gotten you when you look at Austin P's campus. They, my mom talks about that all the time. How Austin P has been able to get money and, and to do the things that they've done. So we know that HBCUs are not getting the money. We're not saying that that's the HBCUs, you know, fault because you know it just kind of is what it is. But you kind of are. No, that's not. That's not saying that we're just saying that we're aware. I'm going to quote you. You said that the HBCU, the accounting department, et cetera, has to take some responsibility for it. So that that ain't saying that they're the whole blame, but how did that That implies that there is some fault on the HBCU. It is because how in the the world were you not, I'm an accountant, so how in the world for all these years were you not aware that the money you were supposed to have been receiving, you weren't receiving? How? That because yeah. they were aware. There's a difference in being aware and operating. So you mean for it's, thirty years dip- they, they you're not gonna nobody let me speak. made I, no noise? Nobody made no noise about this. I, I they did make noise. THU has been complaining about this. So no, just is. because you, as a person who's not familiar with Tennessee State University, other than my your- parents are alumni. My daddy was a quarterback out there in the late seventies. My parents uh, are alumni. What does that have to do with I'm you? Well what is your vested interest in Tennessee State University? Hey, yo, we, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, here's my problem. We 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 won't. We won't. I have an issue because I enjoy it. I did not have the HBCU college experience. I've been around TSU since I was a kid out there going to football games. So I grew up with an understanding. And again, I aware that just uh, uh, attending a campus for games and the festivities is nothing like attending it for a school. And I'm not even trying to make that comparison, but I'm saying for me personally, I have two parents and a brother that are alumni from HBCUs. So I have a whole lot of understanding and knowledge as to the feeling and you know although I can't relate I'm well aware of of the the culture at an HBCU I ain't just speaking because oh you know I'm on the outside looking in and I'm being judgmental I'm speaking based on the three people that are close to me and and therefore you're speaking on the three people that are close to you and I'm speaking on the thousands of people that have attended TSU like myself now, what I was trying to say, what I was trying to say is, is there's a difference in being aware and operating in spite of when a, a entity will not give you the money. They will not give you a money, the money. They have not given us the money. Have they have actually given extra money? to other schools like UT Knox and other schools that are members of the Board of Regents and did not purposefully give us the money. So so are you getting the money? Are you ever going to get the money? Well, actually, TSU, they say that we've been giving $250 million to start. But of that $250 million, they won't let us make any new buildings or anything like that. They say that we can only use the money on existing structures. So cool, man. <clears throat> now, what what I would dispute here is using the theory about these thousands of TSU people you speak of. First of all, you started this by you people, and you people, I ain't said nothing. So I, I have a problem being classified <laughs> in you people. But but the second thing is now just because of thousands of people that are alumni that go there, 
That don't mean they know more. You may know more. But that don't mean they know True. more than Celeste, who's mom True. and daddy, are active alumni. Not just alumni, active, active alumni. Active. No, I, I didn't say that. What I'm saying is, active alumni. She, she mentioned that my, she my has mom and dad three active people. alumni. So you can't but say, I know, I know so many more than that. Than I'm just saying. I, and I, I, just and I assume that. that you do. But I'm saying you mentioned your three people. I'm talking about an entire community. Them a thousand people you mentioning, all those people are not knowledgeable. No, all of those people are not knowledgeable. But I'm talking about all those people who are passionate about this school. So you there's a difference. So passionate. You can't I call can't me unpassionate. I got two parents that graduated from TSU. Okay. I have a, I have a parent. I have a parent that graduated from there too. The I mean, and, that, I, and that's I, cool. That's cool. I all y'all talking about y'all parents, y'all brothers, and everybody else. Are you passionate about these HBCUs? Yes, 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 yes. I okay. Am. Well, if that's the case, then instead of bad mouthing them and talking so bad about them, and you know the disparity. You're not bad mouthing. You just taking it that way because you have. I'm a, not taking it that way. I'm saying that, especially. When you start talking about the conditions of these schools and you know the economic disparities that have been perpetrated on these schools by the states that they are in, by the federal government. For instance, why has not Bethune-Cookman received any type of FEMA assistance? Because y'all know if it would have been y'all's precious MTSU that a hurricane or something came through there and wiped some out, FEMA would have been giving the students money. FEMA would have already had those buildings prepared. Somebody would have made that. You said what? Somebody would have made. Here's my take on Airy. So, so Airy took a job that probably he probably didn't know what the ramifications of this job was going to be. That's all. That's fine. But when he got there and highlighted the issues of the of the institution. I don't see where he's getting crucified for. He just highlighted what he saw. Now, now I think at the end of the day, Ed Reed's heart was in the right place because he wanted right. to go to an HBCU to try to right. make things better. So, right. and not to just, mention, but not to mention, you see, you see the students he, echoing what he's saying. Dude, the was a hall of famer. Dude, be sitting on the couch team, going son. and making speeches and doing stuff. To make money otherwise, instead of the trying to go team. to an HBCU and go coach. So the whole team. let's the not crucify Henry. Let's not crucify Henry. Let's not crucify him. Could he could he could he have could he have went about it a lot differently? Yes. But let's not be real. Let's be real. There is a there is a problem. There is a problem. There is a problem. Right place. This is hard in the right place. Let's, you see let, the let me, let's look at it from this. Okay, let me look at it from this. Let's look at it from this standpoint. So the whole team signed petitions to bring them back, right? I give you that. If that's what they say, I haven't seen and, that. And it's but so everything he said, the students, everything the students actually rally. He said they needed need to bring to bring them good condition. That's what. And so talking about this, I'm going to students. 
Okay, let me ask you this. Y'all talk about the money that's supposed to be brought by Ed Reed. Since Ed Reed is the savior, he's gonna bring that campus from from squalor to to He's just the vessel. Not saying he's the savior. He was just the vessel. He was just the vessel. So so let me ask you this. Let, Let me ask you this. Who supports, especially a smaller school, who supports the school? Who's gonna go to the football game? The, the community, the alumni, the and the people who support. If the you community, have the, a, students. the students, don't pay to go to games. But you talking about that's in their student activity. That's in their student activity fee. No, I get that. I'm, but you asked hold, like, hold on, hold on, hold like? on. Yeah, who's going to the games? The alumni, all the people that every has offended and hurt. You think they're gonna go support? You think you think he offended them? Yes. That's what they all are saying. All you got a few people. You got a few people on there, just like the picture so you, you posted. You so you don't think. So you don't think. So you don't that they be people from day out. They call regular people. Bro, that Murfreesboro internet is horrible, bro. Listen, you breaking up? I'm sorry. I just don't see how the fact that Ed Reed was. The coach at Bethune Cookman. He wasn't the coach me. at Bethune Cookman. He had not signed the contract. Was oh the my God. He was going to be the coach. Knock it off. That's not had a knock it off. That's not a knock it off. Had my ears turned up. Had my he ears turned up. He hadn't a press conference or anything. My it, it don't matter. It don't what matter. What do you mean it don't matter? I, I was, Y'all are I was tripping paying, with that. I was the last to Bethune Cookman because he was going there. You tell me. When is the last time you seen a man with a job? When is the last time you ever did a job that you had to sign your name on the dotted line for? Tell well, me. Sent the press we're, not gonna, we're not going to play this. Unless you say he wasn't the coach. Sent the press you, don't, you don't get relieved from a job that you wasn't the coach. They of. said that he was going to be well, hired. We're not going to play the game of semantics. There's not this a game. This is all I want to know is, this is all I want to know. Do you all want help or not? What makes you think that we all need help? See, that's the problem. No, I said, what is what help did I? So that means you're okay with the conditions of the universities, whether it was by a natural disaster or not. HBCUs are not in these dire straits. We're not because you know why? Because Alabama was it Alabama and M or Alabama State that ended up getting their campus be done, and that was because they found out that that the state was giving money to the University of Alabama, and then they ended up having to go back, and that's whichever one. The same thing that. The same thing that a bunch of universities that are HBCUs are we, doing now. Yes, so, we are aware, but, but, but my but, whole but, thing but, is, but is that, hold on, and that's my point. Is that help uh, getting what you owe? You're not helping me, you're giving me what you owe me. That's not but, help. But We're talking about brought, the people that are in the positions to help bring awareness to it to help you what you owe. Light? Because you, you can't don't have to be a football coach to bring awareness well, to, I mean, to injustice. No, you don't have doing it. you don't have to be a football coach or a famous football player to bring awareness to injustice. Martin Luther King was not a famous Brown, football get, get coach or anything. Me, I'm gonna get, get off the line. I can't do this. I can't. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
I'm, I, no, I apologize because I'm telling listen. the truth. No, because no, the point no, is listen. you trying to you trying to compare apples to oranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not comparing apples right. to oranges. But I'm not comparing apples to oranges. I'm talking about the paper you said that. The whole point is is that prior to even Dion, even we're not saying that HBCUs were not trying to do anything. Why are we talking about? That's my point. That's my whole point. Why are we having a conversation about this? It's because of Aaron Reed. So why? Uh, <laughs> the fact that we have a conversation about this is because Ed Reed said some dumb stuff. We was having no. conversations when y'all got mad at Dion for leaving Jackson yeah. State. We was having a yeah. conversation. We was Hold having conversations Jackson when y'all State got mad people. when Dion said that some about swag and he came Dion. out and we ain't swag. Who stole money? Hold on, about we ain't swag. What are you talking about? That was the situation between Ed Reed and Eddie Robinson. I mean, uh, Deion Sanders and Eddie Robinson Jr. Everybody caught on to it and started saying it wasn't just him. It was the whole conference. It was the whole conference, man. So the swag, so the swag speaks for all HBCUs because Ed Reed lumped all HBCUs into the same boat. TSU definitely not playing the swag. Never did. They were independent before they went OVC. No, but, it don't. He, say, he was not talking about. See, and that's another thing. He wasn't talking about the fact that he wants swag like that. He was talking about the fact that he came from outside, talking about he had no pedigree whatsoever, let alone HBCU pedigree. He was talking about the fact that he felt that Dion used Jackson State, but I don't even agree with that. I can't say that man ain't swag. That man went and gave Jackson State the best season that they ever had. Now so we agree. See, you said that though. See, now we agree. I, I never agree. said that Dion wasn't sweat. No, I, you, I, you, I get it. But you're not. What's you're not echoing everybody else is saying though. But everybody else is not saying that either. There are yes, people. Yes, they who are. Say, everybody is not saying that. There are well, people well, who are saying that. But there are people are who. But Our algorithms are different, and so the, the feedback when that whole comment was made, if the basis behind the understanding of the basis behind behind it is because Dion had never gone to an HBCU, had had yep. no connection with an HBCU, he yep. went to a white school down in Florida and went to the league, yep. and so that's but, why that was the consensus that's, that's of why he made that comment. Because there are plenty of. There are plenty of HBCU coaches that didn't go to HBCU. Well, that that's the root of the problem right there. That's the root yeah. of the problem right there because the root because of the problem is what the the fact that he was ostracized the university that he went chose to go to, and yet faced all this vitriol from alumni, other HBCUs that he played against, and all of that. And all and all and, and he left the place better than he found it. Well, he I'll be the, the first. I will be the first to say this. I don't necessarily agree with that. What I will say is that Deion Sanders soured the relationship between Jackson State and a lot of other HBCU camaraderie. I will say that because well, Jackson, now. hold on. No, yeah, he gone now, and he went on to bigger and better and good for him. Well, well, hopefully you know? the swag but, can go back to being the swag. Is all I just—I mean, like I just don't—he uh, can't win. The swag losing. has history, and it's going to always be the swag. Okay, Deion well, Sanders yeah. is not the swag. He was a great swag coach. I think that it was a mutual benefit. And Nobody wants to give. Said he was a swag, but the, he brought a lot of good pub to the swag. 
brought a lot of good yeah. fuck to the swag. Yeah, he did. Had swag on ESPN, had college game there. there. None of that is bad to me. None of that None is, of bad is bad to me. None, None of, of that is, is bad. bad to me. I, I agree with that. He freezing up again, bro. I'm saying, but that's the reason why I'm like, Oh my goodness, Jamal. Oh my goodness. Well, what I'll say is why he frozen. Dion is swag, in my opinion. Well, it was swag. I think that uh everybody's talking about everything that Dion did for Jackson State, but nobody is talking about what Jackson State did for Dion, giving him a chance to coach at the college level when nobody else would, because What's funny about that? He tried an interview for several jobs and nobody would hire. I think he so, would eventually got a job. I mean, it, it, who gave I mean, him the opportunity? Who gave him the opportunity? He still had to choose to go there. Who gave him the opportunity to coach? Yeah, he still might, had like to I choose said, to go there. And I, like I said, <laughs> I said it was a mutual benefit. I said it was a mutual benefit. I coach, I coach sports. I give you that. Somebody got to give you the opportunity. So they gave him the opportunity. He maximized it to the umpteenth degree. So yeah, I give you that. But I mean, there are a lot of different nuances that people can actually talk about regarding this. I mean, let's just be honest. All the black players who are all these four and five star recruits and people talk about the conditions of HBCUs and a Bethune Cookman. Let's take a Bethune Cookman. Uh, if all these four and five star recruits went to HBCUs because PWIs weren't allowing black students, especially in the South, all these SEC schools and just schools down here in general, if all these black kids who were all these magnificent players were staying at HBCUs, those ESPN college game days, they followed the talent. So those millions of dollars that are being generated for these predominantly white institutions would they not be at HBCU? Would their money not become the HBCU? So, so wait a minute. Now, I don't know if you were talking, but like, I've been trying to tell you football's a business, right? And you pretty much tell me. I'm talking about the business. Right. See, we might part of being on the show because, Jamal, you keep on freezing up. Part, 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 part you know. Part of the part of the recruitment process to schools too is facilities. I mean, kids want to go to this nice facilities, so so mm-hmm. that's part of it too. So you know, yeah. if you if you flashing this in front of me and it looks real nice, and then you flashing this and it looks like a dump, I'm probably gonna choose what's nice. So so it's gonna take more than just the school to get that kid to come. More than just, just, it's gonna take more than that. So, so, and so, if which brings me back to the institutional racism in it, in and of itself, because when you start talking about the buildings and all these things, first and foremost, if these states are inadequately funding these HBCUs, pretty much basically racist. Because I watched the Senate hearing where somebody said, "Why should we give money to TSU when?" black when they can't get the kids to go to UT chat talking about we can't get black kids to go to UT chat I see that yeah so I mean 
when you got people who are blatantly trying not to give HBCUs money that's owed to them. Like I said, not a help, not a handout, just money that's owed to them. And you start talking about the facilities and things like that around the campuses. Are you, are you happy right. with the job that Eddie George is doing? At Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. I'm, sorry, I'm just trying to lighten up the mood. Shit. But if look. you want to start talking about that, I mean, TSU you got two practice fields and we got sports facilities. Ed Reed could have came to us and had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have said shit bad about TSU. There you go. Well, look here. <laughs> like most shows, we got to move on. Um, you know, my, 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 my moderator over here, the booze is on. She got things going on. Veins coming out of here. We got one more time to get on. One more time to get on before we get out of here. And I'm sure you want to be around for this, Jack. You support you support all that Memphis stuff. Let me tell you, I got my dog go sweat on. I got my dog uh, yeah, man, on. You know, big Memphis energy around here. It's all Tigers around here. Memphis Tigers, TSU Tigers, you know. Blue is blue. Except for the right stuff y'all on. But, you know, it is. Well, well let's, let me say this to you. Before, before Celeste put it out there. Just let me say this to you before you start talking all that hard stuff. The players that are playing for Memphis do not, are not from Memphis. They are oh, players not. on a team in Memphis. Man, Shannon Shaw with a fold yeah. like a press. Well, stop acting like they all hard. They players on a team in Memphis. Oh, I, no. I did not act hard about that. They are not from Memphis. They don't know nothing about these Memphis City streets. They right. go to the forum and they go back to the gated community. That's it. Shannon true. Shaw was going to fold them like a press. <laughs> and I'll say this, man. Now, now I will say this. I love the swagger that Memphis Grizzlies play with. I love that. I love that. I love all of that. But you got to win something. You need to win yeah. something before you can just keep on doing all this talking. So yeah. I need you to cash them checks that you write. However, it was a good scene. I, you know, I guess Shannon Sharp apologized today, but I, I loved all of that. I loved all of that. Me you too. Know, I think I think Golden State and, and um, Memphis play on Wednesday, so that's going to be some more smoke. I'm not apologizing to Dylan. I'm not apologizing to Dylan Brooks. I want to apologize to him. Dylan Brooks called him a pedestrian. I'm not apologizing. To Dylan uh, I want to apologize to Dylan Brooks, and furthermore, I'll go on to say this. He's I think that council culture and all these new ways of acting. I mean, I understand that it's culturally and politically correct, but uh, but Money Jones said it on his show. It's a whole generation of kids who ain't never seen a basketball player fight. True. And when we were growing up, people used to fight all the time. I remember when I remember when Charles Barkley scoops Jack. I remember when uh, what's his name? Uh, Kwame. I forgot his name. Punch uh Kobe in the face. Oh, yeah. Jordan Child. got people. Chris Child. Yeah, Chris Child. Yeah. Y'all saw the Malice. Michael Jordan got in the, Man, Malice yeah. in the Palace. I was in the club. I was in college and that. Reggie Miller, he was down to fight yeah. anybody. Michael Jordan, they consider him the greatest player of all time. And he got in plenty of fights on camera. So uh, I think that uh, that was just a little bit of the NBA getting back to his roots. 
and uh, uh but 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 Shannon is in a position to where he can't be doing that though. I mean, he can't be at the game getting to with the player. He is, his platform is 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 up here and people look up to him and all of that. So he has to maintain a certain level of professionalism. So he can't he can't be involved in that. Well, uh, I think if that's the case then that's not on Shannon. That's on Dylan Brooks. Uh you know, it's a whole bunch of people who pay their money to go to the game. And if it wasn't Shannon Sharp, would you have walked over there and tried to fight Shannon Sharp? Shannon Sharp is big as a but, superhero and can fight back. But, but who started? Right. Did Dylan Brooks start or Shannon Sharp? Shannon Sharp. Yeah, Shannon Sharp. Okay. Started. So, Dylan, so you, you liked your course, I mean, they was calling something. But, you know he how told him that games. he couldn't guard LeBron. And so Dylan said F you and Shannon said F you. What if Dylan started? Huh? No. He don't start to the first F you. No. <laughs> that, that's in the streets. <laughs> but uh don't start to the first F you. No, that's in the streets. But the truth of the matter is, you know how many people have told Dylan Brooks he can't guard somebody and he just ran on down the court. He looked yeah, over right. and saw with Shannon Sharp. That's right. Said all the time. He looked yeah. over and saw it with Shannon Sharp, and then he started firing off. Now, I don't know what would make somebody actually want to walk up to Shannon. He just thought he had backup. But probably, if Shannon he, he Sharp could have called a page with all of them one-on-one, everybody would have went in on the stretch. Wouldn't be no playoffs. He probably, the he probably thought Shannon wasn't going to do anything. He didn't walk up on him. He was walking away. Yeah. Steven no. Adams walked yeah. up there. Yes, know, I was about to say Steven But I think Steven Adams was walking up trying to chill it out. But when somebody that's damn near seven feet walk up to you, man, you got to throw your lick first. So I'm with Shannon. He ain't know what Steven Adams was going to do. I'm just saying. They claim he tough. They claim he tough. Well, he might they be tough, but he have to show tough. me too. I'm with Shannon. You're going to have to show <laughs> me because uh, you ain't going to just walk up on me. I'm going to have to fire off on you. I'm with Shannon. Y'all walk up to me. I'm sitting on the sidelines. I can say what I want to say. I paid for these good seats. No, I'm you paying can't you. say you can't you can't say whatever you want to say now. No, I ain't saying he I ain't saying can't Shannon say like he can't just No, say I agree it. with that. Like I don't believe that Shannon should be out there calling no bitches and all that type of stuff, saying all types of crazy stuff to but him like that. But talk. yeah, man, you can't guard him for real. Yeah, yeah. That's for basketball real. talk. But Dylan Brooks, small. Dylan Brooks, wide different, man. He, <laughs> yeah, he, this ain't the oh, first time he's been in some Brooks wide Oh, yeah. It's I'm not. not excusing what he did, but Dylan Brooks is just connected. But you want a Dylan Brooks on your team. You know what I'm you saying? Do. I'm just saying, you want a Dylan Brooks on your team. Man, the last I mean, he time going. somebody had a Dylan Brooks type of player on their team was Ben Wallace. And what happened? I mean, not being Ron Artest. Malice in the palace. Malice in the palace. Mm-hmm. Ben Rasheed Wallace. Ben Wallace. Two players on the same team that led the league in Texas. That's what well. you get when you get players like Dylan Brooks. You got to be like, look, man, this dude paid to see me. I don't care if he a Hall of Fame or NFL great. He ain't no basketball player. He couldn't lace them up. The only player who could have probably laced them up was Prime. Well, I mean, I just said, now, hey, Dylan Brooks could have chosen, could have used some different words, but in the heat of the moment, you on the court, dude talking to me, 
I'm in the heat of the game and you know, I stuff happens. I'm just glad that it didn't escalate. But it was good for TV. It to bring it all full circle. It's made I, I, I especially enjoyed when he told Josh, Dad, I bet you won't. <laughs> I bet you won't. <laughs> and you saw what you saw what Jai Daddy was doing too. Back in there, he back in there. I agree. I do agree with you. Didn't nobody want no parts of Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp still look like he could steal. Shannon Sharp look like Shannon Sharp looked like an action figure. Yeah, Shannon Sharp looked like he belonged inside a plastic in a box. No, they know none of them want none of him. But None Uncle Shay, I, hey, I still love you, Uncle Shay. I still love you. As yeah, always, man. man, as always, hey. We love, hey, I appreciate you, Jay. We love guests around. I love guests around here. No problem, man. I didn't want guests. So I love it, my man. I love it. I'll say this. Uh, let y'all be, man. I, ain't I think that Dylan Brooks. Hey, I'm going to just say this. I believe that Dylan Brooks and Ed Reed could both learn a little discretion. <laughs> I think, and I don't disagree with that take on it. I don't disagree with that on Ed Reed. Then I, I said that in the beginning. I think yeah, that, that's what I was on the show. And you know, no hey, we can't always agree on everything. So it's it's good. It's good to have back and forth. It's very good. Come on back, if, man. If we, man, you if we all agree, it that's would be what a show. Y'all can tag team it. I don't know. We got to tell some. Let's take a blood pressure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't mean to rough your feathers like that. I think it's just something that everybody is about on one end of the other. And I think that it's not PWY or versus HBCU, but just as black people, we all want to see things that we are associated with either indirectly or directly succeed. So, exactly. Agree. Exactly. At the end of the day. Yup. All right, y'all. Hey, good first show of the year. Good first show of the year. We'll see y'all next week. Got a good, got a good. We ain't got no, we ain't got no final thoughts. Thought. We ain't got no final thoughts. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Mine, that's mine. Mine's the background. Mine's the background. Well, no, I get mine in. My final thought is goes to all these people. people. Since COVID, people have gotten some kind of audacity, and especially the whites. This whole thing over the weekend pissed me off with DeMar Hamlin because people are convinced that the man ain't really alive. They, 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 it oh, wasn't him really at the too. game. Why come he don't show himself? All these people were praying for you. You can at least, that damn, the man only took a, vic- a picture from the hospital. The man only been on video speaking to the team. Why do y'all feel like, like he owes you all some daily video telling you you know who he is. And I said I wasn't going to get all worked up about it, but I done got all worked up about it all over again. And it's kind of pissing me off because I just don't understand, and not even just him, why do people think that they're entitled to every moment in a celebrity's life? You know, sometimes people can just want to deal with things, you know, behind closed doors. I don't owe you no explanation, you know, to nothing. And then to come up with this conspiracy that he ain't really alive. Like, do people not think about, oh, well, how is this going to affect him, his family, the people that, you know, are living? through you know this whole trauma trauma situation that he been through so all the people the whites that think that Demar Hamlin owes mm-hmm. them something because y'all was praying mm-hmm. to him all y'all can go to hell because he don't owe y'all nothing and that's all I got to say about that we, and we I got, got I got, I, 
we got our famous Celeste Brent, boy, of the year. <laughs> First one I, I got one. I got one, too. I got one, too, because it's really, really, really. This really, 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 really bothered me since we on the subject of Memphis. This really, really bothered me when that young man that died in Memphis, I was oh, watching yeah. the news. Yeah. And when they showed the uh, police officers that all were like involved, us. and they all looked like us, that really, yeah. really bothered and me. guess what? Was, they all lost their jobs without a protest, without nothing. Yes, they, they did. They you know, be sign a petition to, to force them to, you know, to uh Right, to yes. But I'm very troubled by that. And yeah. I just hope... I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I'm just troubled. That that bothered me. And um, gosh, I just hate that. I really do. I hate that. I hate that for us. Because like I said, when I didn't expect that to be us. When they showed them pictures, I was, I didn't expect that. I so, did. <laughs> I was about to say so, Jared from Memphis, so he'll know. I expect but but my thing, Jared, man, what, what did the young man do to deserve that, though? Oh, nothing. Nothing. I mean, you know, I, I think that it's a foregone conclusion that whatever he did, once you got the man in custody and he can't resist, then... Uh, and it's five of y'all? It's over yeah. with. Yeah, it's over. So uh, I think that people often talk about policing, but they don't talk about the fact that there's a lot of people out here who are scary police. Yeah, uh, the average police of officer. Yeah, the average police officer wants to pull up to the scene of the crime. They want to take a report, and yeah. they want to write a ticket, and that's how they day go. But the fact of the matter is, there's a whole lot of scary police officers who was punks and sorry in high school and yeah. everything getting picked on, and they go out there with a gun, take it out on other people, and take it out on other people. They go out there with a with a with a complex, with a superiority complex, you know. It's not just white supremacists who got superiority complex. There's a lot of us too. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, that's just I'm just troubled by that. And that's that's just my final thought. But I'm out. I'm out on that note. Brown, you got anything? No? All right. All right. All right. Good question. So I got daddy, I got daddy daycare going on over here. I ain't get to it, man. It's time for Brady to go to bed now. Shit. Right. 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 I'm on this podcast. He's been to bed. <laughs> <laughs> they have a show with the bed at the same time. Now he ain't that talking to his mama. <laughs> I understand right. that. Peace out. Peace out. All right, y'all. Peace out.